Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is having a great week. I'm doing pretty okay. What's new with me? I'm back from vacation, back into the swing of things. Guys, I had such an amazing time. Who doesn't love paradise? I definitely do. I met a lot of really cool people. I just had an overall really fantastic time. I did things that I've never done before. I went parasailing. I thought maybe that would be something that would scare me, but it really didn't. It was very fun, kind of relaxing even, just to be that high up looking over the ocean. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I would definitely do it again. I went snorkeling, a lot of ocean time, a lot of pool time. Then I came back right in the nick of time for Valentine's Day. I hope that everyone had a great Valentine's Day, no matter how you celebrated it. I hope that you felt some love either externally or internally. I had a really nice brunch with my boyfriend, got to spend some really nice time with my family because we actually flew into Minnesota instead of Chicago, and then we did the long drive back to Chicago. So I'm back in the city, back on the grind, and back with you guys for another week of Typically Peachy. That's all that's new with me, a very short summary of the fantastic week that I had. Now let's get in to what's hot. As I'm sure all of you guys were very aware, the Super Bowl was last Sunday. Very unique situation for me because this was the first time that I've ever watched the Super Bowl on a plane. I have to say, I much prefer being in an environment that has a nice TV, some comfy chairs to sit in, snacks, friends, family, people that are excited about the game. Although, you know, there were a lot of people watching it on the plane, which I did not even know that was going to be an option. So if you're flying and there is a big game happening or some live event that you want to watch, Delta does do live TV. Just a little PSA for everyone. So that was kind of a pleasant surprise that I did get to catch most of the game on the plane. Another thing that I caught on the plane was the halftime show, which you guys, personally, I loved it. I thought it was amazing, so entertaining. This was a halftime show that I absolutely would have loved to be there for. So high energy, so much talent, such a cool set. Let's hear some coverage on it. According to the New York Post, there may have been some big boys battling out at the 2022 Super Bowl, but it was a night of hip-hop heavyweights at the halftime show on Sunday. Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent rocked the stage at the SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California, midway through the big game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. And of course, they were joined by the queen of hip-hop soul herself, Mary J. Blige. But if there was one headliner amidst this loaded lineup, it was Dr. Dre. The 56-year-old producer, rapper, and mogul presided over the festivities like the hip-hop boss that he is. Not only has he proudly repped California from day one, helping to put West Coast rap on the map, but his work with all the other artists on the bill has propelled them to some of the highest heights. When he opened the halftime show doing the next episode with Snoop, it was like a family reunion as the two Cali boys came together to rock that jam from 2001 in front of the hometown crowd. Dre and Snoop were no doubt the heart of the halftime show, no more so than when they did the number one hit California Love, with Snoop filling in for the late Tupac, as you could feel all the love for the Sunshine State beaming through SoFi Stadium. With so many artists on the lineup, it was hard for anyone to stand out, 
But Lamar, another California native, did just that. Backed with dancers decked out in military black suits, he formed his own kind of rhythm nation as he made a powerful Black History Month statement amidst all the club bangers in the night. The New York Post article goes on to talk about Blige performing the Dre-produced smash Family Affair and how she did it in style in a sparkly silver outfit with matching thigh-high boots. 50 Cent performed his Dre-produced into club. And of course, no one can forget Eminem's performance of his number one hit, Lose Yourself. Fantastic choice. I was thinking watching this, I wonder what the youngest age of person watching the Super Bowl right now knows all of these songs. Because of course me, my friend group, my age group, and those above know these iconic hits, but I don't know where that cutoff point is. Because I remember I used to watch the Super Bowl and there would be halftime performers that I was like, I have no idea who this is, but my parents would know, people older than me would know. So very curious to know if I am now part of the older people knowing these classic hits because a lot of these songs have aged now. Regardless, great show, very entertaining, even while watching from high, high up in the air on a plane. And of course, to round out your Super Bowl content, the Rams did take home the win. I'm so happy that they won at home. So exciting for LA. You put up a good fight, Bengals. You really, really did. Next up for what's hot, a little bit of TV entertainment news. According to EW.com, say salutations to Nicole Remy, leading lady of NBC's Regency era reality dating show, The Courtship. On Monday, which was Valentine's Day, EW and People exclusively revealed the first look images and a new trailer for The Courtship, formerly titled Pride and Prejudice, An Experiment in Romance. The series debuts on March 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. EW further writes, A noble cross between Bridgerton and The Bachelorette, The Courtship follows Remy as she embarks on the ultimate fantasy, the leading lady will be transported back to Regency-era England in the hopes of finding love amongst 16 eligible suitors. Against the grandiose backdrop of a 19th-century castle nestled in the rolling hills of the English countryside, Remy and her suitors will swap modern-day sensibilities for grand courting gestures of the past, wooing each other on carriage rides at masquerade balls. The suitors will battle it out through archery and fencing, but the competitive sports are no match for the formidable challenge of receiving the seal of approval from Remy's trusted court of advisors, her parents Claude and Claire, sister Danielle, and best friend Tessa. A little bit more about this show. Each week, suitors will attend a farewell ball to determine whether their journey in romance continues as a carriage awaits them, returning them to the modern world of swiping right. Writer and broadcaster Rick Edwards will host the series and guide the suitors on their journeys with special guests to appear. Guys, the photos for this are something else. They are really dressed to the nines in regal clothing. Why do I feel like this show is going to be a hit? Bridgerton was huge. Reality shows are having a major moment. This is truly combining the two. I don't know, NBC may very well be onto something. 
Looking through this, it seems kind of hilarious to me and a very unique take on dating shows. Maybe I will tune in. I'm not sure yet. Either way, I think this is very telling of the time that we're in right now. We are just getting more and more content in every single form. So if this sounds interesting to you at all, you can watch the trailer for The Courtship. They have the link on EW.com. Again, this show premieres on NBC on March 6th at 8pm Eastern Time. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. Staying in the same entertainment vein, but shifting into film. I have a movie for you guys. Very excited to recommend it. I just watched it when I was home with my family. I really wanted to see this movie for a long time, and I thought that I was only going to be able to watch it in theaters. But no, they have it on a streaming service. This movie is Marry Me. Here's your summary. Pop superstar Kat Valdez is about to get married before an audience of her loyal fans. However, seconds before the ceremony, she learns about her fiancé's cheating ways and has a meltdown on stage. In a moment of inspired insanity, Kat locks eyes with a total stranger in the crowd and marries him on the spot. As forces conspire to separate the unlikely newlyweds, they must soon decide if two people from such different worlds can find true love together. This movie stars Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, Maluma, John Bradley, Chloe Coleman, and Sarah Silverman. I watched this on Valentine's Day, so focused on love, the random ways people meet, things that work out, things that don't work out. Just a really fun, feel-good movie. Very upbeat, a lot of fun songs. I think my favorite song in the whole thing was Towards the End, so make sure to look out for that one. You'll know what I'm talking about. And also, if you're going to watch it, watch the end when they start the credits because they have a cute little thing with some real people that you won't want to miss. Sometimes movies like this, very easy to watch, very fun, really great cast, is just exactly what you need, especially for a chill night. If you guys want to watch it for yourself, it is in theaters right now, but if you want to watch from the comfort of your own home, it is also streaming on Peacock. Next up for what's good, I have some fashion finds for you guys. Very excited to share. Three finds, all from the same brand. I will say, none of these things I can wear right now because it is very cold where I am. But they definitely make me look forward to warmer weather, to the springtime going into summer. These are all from the brand Nasty Gal. The first one is an oversized long line trench coat. So cute, it's in the color Dusty Rose. I got it in a size zero, but I will say that it is very, very oversized. I like the oversizedness of it, but because it is that big, it is definitely too long on me, so I'm gonna get it hemmed, but I'm a very small person, so you may not have the same problem as me. Either way, I would either get your true size or size down. Definitely don't size up because it's already going to be oversized. But the jacket itself is such a fun, unique color. Really nice weight. I feel like this is going to be such a staple for me in spring. Super excited to start wearing it. 
The next item that I got are called faux leather slingback platform sandals. They're in the color white. These are a staple. I feel like all of you need to go buy these right now. I cannot stress enough my love for platform sandals. They just go with everything in the summertime. And I only had a few pair. I feel like I needed some staple colors. So that's why I got the white ones. But of course, white does have the potential to get dirty. So I just had to also get a black pair. But I thought I would switch up the style a little bit and get the cleated platform strappy sandals. The really nice thing about this pair is that it has a Velcro strap on the back. So super easy on and off. Great if you're on the beach, if you're going to be taking your shoes off at any point. Really convenient. And they don't look like tacky Velcro. They're very tasteful. I'm so obsessed with all three of these items. Again, they're from Nasty Gal. I will say I feel like Nasty Gal has a lot of sales throughout the year. So keep an eye out. Also, a ton of influencers have discount codes for them. I personally use the influencer Peyton Sartin's discount code, so go follow her on Instagram to see if she has more discount codes coming up. That's all for my fashion finds. Last up on what's good, two songs for you guys. The first one, Shotgun by George Ezra. I've loved this song for so long, so I thought, why not recommend it here and now? And the second one, Just Friends by Virginia to Vegas. Love this song too. Such a fun one to drive to, to dance to. All the things that we love to do on a normal daily basis. Of course, they're on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. That's it for What's Good. Let's get right into Need to Know Basis. Now I know I mentioned my vacation, but that's not all that I wanted to talk about. I thought I would just leave all the lessons for this section. Tell you guys what you really need to know about my grown-up spring break. That is what I am calling it because it really was that. Going to a tropical place with your friends in your mid-20s and in the February-March time, that's essentially a grown-up spring break. And I wanted to share some things that I learned. So here we go. First up, we stayed at an all-inclusive resort. Which I will say, I have stayed at a few all-inclusive resorts with my family. That was kind of our one yearly trip. We would go to Mexico. We would go to an all-inclusive resort. It was just a very fun, friendly family environment, which we really loved at that time. And we still do. But because I had grown up as that being a family vacation that I took, I kind of didn't even realize how amazing all-inclusive resorts are. But I went this time with people that have not been to an all-inclusive resort, and specifically my boyfriend who loved the all-inclusive resort. And it just really made me think of how unique and cool and amazing they are, and to really not take them for granted in the least. It's like a little oasis there. You pay up front and then you get drinks, food, all of it included, which to be honest, usually ends up being a money saver especially if you're going with a lot of people. So a big group of your friends or if you're going with a family, if you book earlier in the year, you can get really good deals, which is exactly what we did. So that was my first thing that really stood out. 
just being grateful for all the access that we had around us, how clean they kept everything, also how kind the workers are. If you go, remember to be kind back. Of course, we are all being kind to strangers, so we have no problem with that here at Typically Peachy. But basically, I think that that aspect of it really made the trip even better, less stressful. You have to deal with way less if you're just in a place that has everything you could need right there. The next thing that I learned from my grown-up spring break was that traveling with people that you don't know is a lot of fun. I feel like I knew this on a certain level because I have taken college spring break trips, which we would meet people, make new friends, things like that. But actually going on a trip with strangers and then slowly not becoming strangers because you're spending so much time with them, you're getting to know them, you're doing so much with them. It's really fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of this. And to have that and also people that you are very close with, like a significant other or a couple friends that you do know really well already, I think that mix was just a really cool one. And if I have the opportunity to do it again, I definitely would. Next thing that I learned, which very much actually has to do with this podcast, is that if you are truly on vacation, try to do all the other things that are unrelated to your vacation before your vacation. Now guys, I love this podcast. It is my heart and soul, my passion project. I'm obsessed with it and talking to you guys and putting these episodes together and releasing them and all of that. You guys know how much I love it. But I have to say, on this vacation, I was editing a lot for the last episode. And honestly, I didn't love doing that when I wanted to do other things. But the thing is, is that I really, really loved that episode. And I wanted to make sure that it came out when it did. It was thematic. It was a special. It was really important to me. So sometimes you do have to pick and choose. Sometimes you do have to prioritize things that maybe you would like to just fully relax on your vacation. So a tip mostly to myself, but to anybody else too If you do have things that you care about a lot that you want to get done and you're going to be on vacation, just fully try to finish it before you get there. It will be such a relief when it's just done, when you don't have to worry about it anymore. So I'm going to really try to remember that for my next vacation, for anything upcoming like that. I'm going to try to get everything done so that it doesn't interfere with any kind of relaxation time. Next couple things that I learned about my grown-up spring break trip is that it can be very similar to college spring break, or it can be incredibly different. The thing is, is that you really have the opportunity to choose what kind of a vacation it's going to be. And I know that that maybe will seem obvious to a lot of you guys, but I feel like when you go on spring break in college, there's an expectation to party a lot, to be around people 24-7, really high energy, And trust me, I do love all of that. I am always down for a good time. But I will say, grown-up spring break, you get to do kind of everything without feeling like you have to do something. And I don't think I even really realized that that expectation existed until I was removed from it. Until on this trip, I was like, uh, no, I don't really want to go out. I'd rather just stay at the resort today. Or actually, I do want to go out tonight. It's way more your decision now. 
whatever you want to do, whatever you feel like. And I personally love that aspect of it. College was fun, guys. Spring break in college was seriously a blast. But this new spring break, it also has a ton of perks, trust me. Another thing learned is that you will probably have more money on your grown-up spring break. So one, it allows you to do way more things, which is super fun. But two, make sure you're using that money wisely because it is your own money that you're spending. So just prioritize. If you want to go on an excursion, go on an excursion. If other people are going on an excursion, but that one doesn't really seem that fun to you, stay back. You have a lot of autonomy in your decisions, especially on vacation. Another thing that I have found now that I am back in the swing of things, back to work, the vacation almost means more because you're coming back to real life. Instead of college life, which is basically a bubble, a different kind of an oasis, you're coming back to work. You're coming back to your day-to-day, to your routine. So the vacation, at least I feel, does definitely mean more. And to go along with that, basically my biggest takeaway from my grown-up spring break is to not take any of it for granted. Whether you're still in school or far past it, A vacation is a vacation. It is a privileged thing to be able to do, and it's something that I'm so grateful for, and it's the kind of thing that you work so hard at your job to be able to do. You know, especially if you're older. You made that money. You're paying for that vacation. Soak it all in. Everyone deserves time off, and if you are in a place in life where you feel like spring break can no longer exist for you, I'm here to tell you there is no expiration date on spring break. You can take it in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s, in your 60s, in your 70s, in your 80s, in your 90s, when I'm 100 years old. If my health allows, you better believe it, I'm taking a spring break. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that your weekend is fabulous. I hope you get some sunshine. You're able to do something fun, relax a little bit. Say something nice to a stranger. Find some time to take your own grown-up spring break. You deserve it. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 